Sunday Meditation, December 20th, 1981. LL Research Channeling Hatan, Latwi, and Amira. C. Channeling. I am Hatan, and I am with this instrument. We greet you, my brothers and sisters, in the light and love of the one infinite Creator. We found great pleasure in listening to your music this night. In this time of your year, many of your peoples who participate in what you call Christian worship join together to sing songs of praise to the one known to you as Jesus. Songs of love, songs of giving, of awakening to love that surrounds us, but that so many turn a cold shoulder to for most of the rest of your year. In this season, many do feel a new kindling of the warmth that begins to glow within as they stop the rushing, their selfishness, and begin to look about them and see needs of others, the needs of themselves as they take stock of what and how they acted, reacted, during your year. Too often your peoples think that the giving to others of material things in this, your Christmas season, is an adequate way of expressing what many mistake for love. Many feel that giving in this way will bring them closer to what you call God. But we say that although for some the giving material things is a loving gesture, we say to you, that the opening of oneself to the needs of others, be they spiritual, material, mental, as you would term it, is much more important. For as you begin to genuinely open yourself to receive others, you give not only to others, but to yourselves. For as you open yourself to others, to your world, love and light, it is you who begins to glow, to become more and more visible to those whom you come in contact with, be it physically or spiritually. For as you slowly open, you take steps closer to awareness of love and light of the one infinite Creator. You, my friends, Give so much more by seeking greater awareness than you could ever give with things that you can purchase to give to others. Your love, your light, will, not only in this season, but throughout all the days of your existence on your planet, be of great service to the needs of the others around you. We of Hatan join with you in this time of your year and any time to rejoice with each who seeks awareness of the love and the light. For we, as you, are seeking ever to grow. We know that it sometimes seems difficult to remain open. For in your illusion, there are many who do not actively seek and may feel threatened and afraid of that which they do not readily perceive and understand. But when you are faced by such, we say, open yourself 
that much more, that they may begin to see beauty, that is, the love and light. We are known to you as Hatan. We would now transfer to another instrument. I am Hatan. Carla channeling. I am with this instrument. If you will be patient with me for a moment, I and my brother Lytos would at this time wish to move among you and share our love and our light with each who may request it on a more personal basis in the form of our conditioning wave. If you wish to feel this wave, please mentally request it and we shall be with you for a brief period, a bit more intensively. I am Hatan. I am Hatan, and I greet you once again, my friends, in the love and the light. May this time of your year be one in which you may find quiet moments. Moments to find that which is the heart of your experience. For beneath all those things which you may do, and those things which you may say, the heart of existence lies always near, and yet never quite so near as in the dead of winter, when a new life, clean and fresh and untouched, may spring from the desires and the love of the soul that waits to be born anew. I am Hatan. In new life we leave you, in love, in light, in hope, and in peace and always under the care of all that there is, the great and boundless unity of the one infinite creator. Adonai. Adonai. Jim, channeling. I am Latwi, and am with this instrument, and greet you all in our very best holiday cheer. And, of course, we bring our greeting, as always, in love and in light. We have the honor once again this evening of offering ourselves as somewhat of a Christmas present in the capacity of answering queries which those present might have the value in asking. Are there any presents which we might open? Carla, in the spirit of that question, I would like to rap with you. L, stop ribbing. Carla, M1 in Denver, Colorado, has had a series of extremely severe tragedies befall her family that have gone on over a period of years and have mostly to do with illness. Everyone but herself is ill in some way in which she cannot be of much help, except by nurturing them. She would like to know what nature this catalyst is for her and if there is something that she could be doing to better use this catalyst because she feels that, at this moment, it is about to overwhelm her. 
Latwi. I am Latwi, and am aware of your query, my sister. As for your loved sister, some distance from this dwelling, we of Latwi can only speak in general terms concerning this entity, for we are most desirous of maintaining this entity's free will, as this is always our uppermost desire. In such a situation as this entity finds itself in, it might be ascertained that there is a lesson which needs to be learned on an urgent basis. For the repeating of catalysts of what your people might call an intense nature is most usually a sign that a specific lesson has not been completely comprehended. In such a situation as this one, where there is the continuation of catalyst of an intense nature, especially that dealing with that known as the ill health or the disease, one may find a inaudible in reviewing each such instance quite carefully as the surgeon with the scalpel. The viewing of the complete nature of each such situation, looking at that which surrounds it, that which fostered it, that which was its genesis. Looking also at the response to each situation by those finding themselves within its swirls of energy. Further inspection would also be suggested into the results of each situation upon the entity. What lessons were learned? What possibilities were not explored? Where did the path of seeking lead from each situation? Looking at each situation in this manner may provide a pattern, a pattern of the catalyst, so that the entities within each situation might become aware, more aware, of those parts of the pattern previously ignored. For these particular types of catalysts do provide certain lessons. When the lessons have not been completely comprehended, the catalyst must be repeated. We would remind this entity, and each such entity finding itself in a situation which has been repeated, that there is an infinite amount of time in which to learn all lessons. Each lesson within this illusion does carry with it certain responsibilities certain abilities to respond. There is an infinite range of response possible for each lesson. There is free will, my friends. Lessons may be learned. Lessons may be ignored. Lessons may be postponed. There is no right or wrong way of learning. It may also be the case that an entity shall choose to learn lessons within the period of catalyst provided for the original lesson. All is quite permissible within the plan of the Creator and within the framework laid by each entity before incarnation. It may also be the case that pre-incarnative choices have been made for the purpose of reminding the entity of certain lessons.
and their needs for mastery of these lessons within a certain period. Therefore, requiring the repeating of the providing of the catalyst. To summarize our somewhat lengthy response, may we say that all such lessons and catalysts reviewed in meditation by the entity finding themselves within these lessons will provide the entities with the solutions which are necessary for the learning of the lesson and the walking of the path. May we answer you further, my sister. Carla. Not on that point, no. And I thank you on the behalf of my friend, M1. I would also like to ask a question that was prompted by a friend of mine named S. No matter how much difficulty I have ever been in, mentally or emotionally or physically, since I've been coming to these meetings, no matter how disharmonious I feel, I've always felt very close to the Confederation entities such as yourself that we contact at meetings. But S, who is having a lot of emotional feelings, having to do with the feeling that she is not fulfilling her mission in this life, says that she has a feeling that the Confederation entities that she has been calling upon for so long look down upon her, but have put a wall between themselves and her, and she feels very lonely. I wondered if you could comment on this perception. Latwi. I am Latwi, and I'm aware of your question, my sister. In this regard, again, we find ourselves able to speak only in general terms. For, once again, we wish foremost to respect the free will of this entity. This entity has, for many of your years, pursued the path of spiritual evolution and has, in her own way and manner, been of great service. This entity, as it is well known to your own being, has great potential and does recognize this potential. This entity wishes to be of service in a manner which is equal to this potential. This entity, in its own evaluation of its service, has felt that it does not yet meet this potential. We of the Confederation of Planets, in service of the Infinite Creator, look upon each of your peoples, this entity as well, as having infinite potential for service, each potential unique. We can say that no entity of Confederation affiliation ever puts a wall between itself and those who seek its service. Many we find upon your planet who put walls within their own being, for it might be, shall we say, necessary for a certain time for an entity to build a wall and to continue itself so that it might know what its limits are within that wall. And it might be necessary at a later time for that entity to remove that wall which it has placed within its own being by its own efforts, for its own reasons, so that it might explore yet more means of service, new fields of consciousness, and new depths of its own being. 
It is often necessary for an entity to place certain restrictions upon the self so that certain lessons might result from experiencing those restrictions. This entity has chosen to serve in a way which is not yet revealed fully unto it. The wall does keep that revelation from piercing through into consciousness for reasons which this entity can find within its own being as a result of its continued seeking. We would only suggest to this entity the continued seeking, for the highest path of service shall provide it with the ladder, shall we say, to scale the wall which it has erected. May we answer you further, my sister. Carla. I have one more question, and thank you on behalf of S. I think if she wants to ask further on this point, she'll probably write me. I have a question of my own. In the past month or so, we've had a couple of fairly remarkable healings of people for whom we have prayed and sent light. And I was wondering if you could comment on the method that we use to send light in order that we might better become channels for that light and refine that channel if we possibly could. Latwi I am Latwi and am aware of your query, my sister. We are quite pleased with the efforts made by this group in the area of healing and we may add that there is no effort which does not have its positive effects. The technique used by this group, the envisioning of the entity to be healed surrounded by light, is effective to a degree. At this time, surveying those present, those a part of this group, in this surveying, we feel that there is the possibility of one refinement which those present might add to their current technique. This would be spending more of that which you call time, visualizing each entity to be healed, seeing first the diseased nature of the entity as described by the one asking for the healing for the entity. A few moments spent visualizing the diseased nature of the entity would then best be followed by the same amount of time spent seeing the entity to be healed, healed. Do not attempt to see the healing occurring, but see it completed. Again, see the entity surrounded by light. At this time we feel this is the only suggestion which we might make that would increase the growing ability of this group to do that which it is providing of the healing energy. May we answer you further, my sister? Carla. No, thank you, Latwi. I really appreciate the time you took. Latwi. I am Latwi, and we are most grateful to you as well, and to each in this group for allowing us to spend that which you call time with you. May we answer yet another question at this time? M2 Yes, please. Latwi, I have some problem with some choices in my life from time to time where either of two options look like the positive option. Yet either of the two options 
look like there might be a lot of negativism. I have a problem determining what's right and wrong. Can you perhaps help me? Latwi. I am Latwi and am aware of your question, my brother. We find, indeed, in this particular illusion, it is not always easy to travel the paths which are laid before the seeker of spiritual evolution. This illusion does provide many areas which might be considered between the poles of that known as right or good, and that known as wrong or bad. Many are the areas of grayness that confuse those who choose to serve others. Side one of the tape recording this session ends here. We pick up on side two with Jim channeling Latwi. I am Latwi and am once again with this instrument. To continue our response in terms of a general nature, we may say that at any time when you find a choice of paths which is not clear in your own mind, in your own heart, in your own being, that retiring yourself into yourself in meditation is the most helpful avenue of choice. Meditate upon each path. Examine all possibilities. Feel within your being a choice of yes and no for each path. Travel the yes and no for each paths in meditation in your own being. Visualize as clearly as possible the results of traveling each path. See in great detail the ramifications of each choice. Experience your feeling about each choice. Allow these distillations of feeling to permeate your being. Imagine each as real. Find, then, within your being, the patience necessary to make no choice until a choice must be made. Then, make your choice when it must be made from the depths of your being, after having traveled all possibilities in your visualized reality. The response most appropriate for you at each turn shall become evident, for as ye seek, ye shall find. Many times this has been said to your peoples. Again, we repeat, for those who seek, there shall be that finding of a new goal. For as the magnet draws the iron, so does the seeker draw the sought. May we answer you further, my brother. M2. No, I know that will be very helpful for me. Thank you. Latwi. We are most grateful to you as well. May we answer another question at this time? A. I have a question. For those living in confusion, if one has the knowledge which could be given to others which could either cause them to have a greater understanding or to be in more confusion, is it better to be silent or to try to lift confusion? Latwi. I am Latwi, and am aware of your question, my sister. And in this regard, we might respond as we are. 
For we of Latouille seek to be of the service which is requested of us, and would suggest to each present that when attempting to assist another self within your illusion, to assist in the highest degree one must be asked for assistance. To give that which is not sought is to add to the confusion of another self. If asked for advice, give that which you feel to be of the highest and best available to you. Allow it to come through your being as you serve as a channel, for all entities are channels of the One Creator. Give that which comes from you naturally when it is requested. Allow the One requesting assistance to digest, shall we say, the food which you have provided for its nourishment. Reply further when requested for more information. Resist the, shall we say, temptation to be that known to your peoples as the teacher when the teachings are not requested. Give that which is requested and which comes easily from your being. May we answer you further, my sister. A. Only a question as to whenever answering there is the free will. How do you know when you're going against someone's free will? Latwi. I am Latwi and am aware of your question, my sister. We might say in this regard that as you come into contact with those who request your assistance, you do not violate their free will by responding to their requests. For whatever your response, they are always free to refuse your assistance. For there is nothing special about any entity within this illusion in relation to any other entity which would make any entity believe that which another offers as assistance. There is little chance of infringing upon the free will of another self if you respond to their requests for assistance and do not offer, without the request for assistance, aid which is not sought. May we answer you further, my sister. A. No. Thank you, though. Latwi. I am Latwi, and we are most grateful to you as well. Is there another question at this time? L. I have several questions, Latwi. First, on the subject of healing. In working with the instrument known as Karla in this area, we have found that our efforts can produce temporary effects but not permanent effects. Have you any advice to offer to assist us in making our efforts more permanent? Latwi I am Latwi and am aware of your questions, my brother. Again, in this area, we find that to maintain your free will, we must respond only in general and suggest that the continued, shall we say, Balancing efforts of the one known as the healer is the endeavor which shall provide the increased ability to offer the opportunity for healing. For the opportunity for healing must flow through the entity as water through a pipe, 
and the pipe must be cleared of the blockages which do not permit easy flow of the nourishing water. May we answer you further, my brother. L. Yes, in our efforts, I have been using the process of conditioning diseased parts, taking on a healthy aspect. If I understand your comments earlier this evening, you strongly advise against that process. Could you speak on that subject? Latwi. I am Latwi, and am aware of your question, my brother. In this regard, we might say that certain techniques do work for certain entities, and can repeat our suggestion that seeing the entity becoming healed is an aid to healing. But seeing the entity healed is perhaps more efficacious. This shall be discovered by each entity as the entity practices that known as the healing art. We offer our suggestions as humble advice and would advise further that each entity make these discoveries for the self. For until the self believes such and such a situation to be correct, the entity shall not have the faith that such is correct, and no amount of, shall we say, correctness shall allow that technique to work for that entity. May we respond further, my brother. L. I have a last question on a different, more personal subject. I have found in myself recently an ambivalence on the subject of emotional relationships. When I find a part of me strongly drawn toward it and at the same time given the opportunity, often find reasons to avoid it. I realize that this is something I'm going to have to sort out for myself, but I would appreciate any observations of a general nature that you could make on the lessons to be learned from the interactions. Latwi I am Latwi, and am aware of your question, my brother. And upon this subject, we may speak a few words and suggest that the relationships between your peoples, especially those of the male to the female, are somewhat tinged, shall we say, with the coloration of one entity pitted against another, both vying for the, shall we say, emotional satisfaction of owning the affections of the other. Your relationships of the sexual nature, male to female, do suffer somewhat in your society because of the coloration of what has been named, shall we say, the adversary relationship by our brothers and sisters of the social memory complex of Ra. It is not particularly easy for entities within your illusion to join with their polar opposites, for there is the bartering of emotions, which does, in the final analysis, hinder the free flow of that known to your peoples in sparing degree as love. For that concept of love does not, in its true form, know any boundary, does not know any limitation to amount which may be given, does not know that there is the, shall we say, artificial need to be balanced by more of the concept of love given by another in order to balance the scales of the relationship and to complete 
the transaction of emotions. The concept of love is the free giving of the self without reservation to another because the other is as it is. The giving of love which demands another be other than it is is a distortion of love which has severe, shall we say, ramifications and does result in that known as the emotional pain and the withdrawal of love from the account of the entity experiencing the pain. In such instances, the entity experiencing pain shall then feel an aversion to further experience of the love relationship. For the love relationship has not been experienced in a positive way for the reasons which we have previously enumerated. Within your illusion, each entity must find its way through the confusions of the marketplace of emotions. For that known as love has been colored, has been twisted and contorted by your peoples for many generations upon your planet, and has resulted in the misapprehension of love as something which can be divided into parts and traded as a commodity. We would suggest to those who have experienced the pain of the withdrawal of affections, either of self for another self, or of another self for the self, that the pure experiencing of love upon your planet is a rare occurrence, but one which we cannot speak too highly of, for even though the one who would love with no expectation of return might be viewed as most foolish. Surely it is such foolishness which shall eventually be seen to be the container which knows no limits and can therefore contain, shall we say, the concept of love. And where there is love freely given for no reason and with no expectation of return, then there is created within the entity who gives this love in this free manner there is created a vacuum which shall draw unto that entity that which it gives. For there is nothing truly apart from an entity, for all beings are one. And when one is loved, for any reason or no reason, then all are loved, and the self also finds its love. May we answer you further, my brother. L. No, thank you. You've answered me well. Latwi. I am Latwi, and we are most grateful to be of whatever service we might be. Is there another question at this time that we might attempt to answer? I am Latwi. My friends, we are most gratified to have been able to join your group this evening. We know that occasions such as this are most honored by each present, and especially in this season of joyous thanksgiving and praise of the one Creator, we know that those present do feel a special bond in the sharing of love and light. We leave you now, rejoicing in that love and light and wishing each present a most joyous season of holiday cheering and loving 
and sharing, and we shall be with you as you share your love for the one Creator, each with the other. We leave you now in that love and light. We are known to you as Latwi. Adonai, my friends. Adonai Vasu Boragas. Carla Channeling. I greet you in the love and the light of the Father. I am Amira. My children, you call to me and I come. But am I not always with you? Is my peace not in you? My incarnation is known to you, and still you seek as if I were not here. I am with you always, and yet it is not I, nor all those things which I say. Ah, but those things given me by the Father. Let it be so with all. I am Amira. I am with you in the love and the light of the one infinite creator. Go forth then, rejoicing in the power and the peace of the one infinite creator.